This app was not recorded in the key of Leo. I posted a picture on our uh, Telegram of uh, about we're we're getting ready to record. <laughs> Actually, I need to clean off my desk. Is what I need to do. <laughs> the Endeavor mascot's a Dashhound, right? But he was a he was a good dog. We had him since he was a puppy, and he was a, a miniature, like he was a little little Dotson, not a Dashhound, but a yeah, Dotson. I know. <laughs> Gosh, um, he was just really fast. That's why Dashhound. Yeah. Dash hound, super fast. You know what I appreciate in my Linux user space? Hmm. You guys. Oh, you're oh, such a softy. Well, this guy right here. I'm going to cry. Well, that has to be one of the great things that happened in 2020. We still have not started recording. We've only been here for an hour and 10 minutes. We got nothing. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's start. Happy birthday, Jackson. Coming up on this episode of Linux User Space, we ask, is Linux safe? We talk about IPTV and how we consume our media, and we focus on Cody. Hey, and welcome to the Linux User Space. I'm Dan. I'm Joe. And I'm Leo. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How's that pie progress, Leo? Okay, look. I don't know I don't know where you came up with this. Just out of the blue, asking me questions, and you know I've got something to say about it. I feel like so, you need some uh, new internet. Uh, it's not yeah. the internet. It's, it's local transfer. Okay, so last show I had said... Uh, or was it the last show? I don't know. When we talked about Pies last. Yep. So I, I had said if it ran at a gig or something like that, I would be happy. Um, it's not doing that. So you're <laughs> so. All, but you're almost there, right? You're like you're like nine eighty, nine hundred eighty. Let's say twenty percent. Twenty percent of that. Oh, oh twenty percent oh. less. Okay, so you're at like six six something. Uh, it's at two. It, it, I'm I'm getting um, single file transfers. At about 200 megabits per second, Yee. and that translates to approximately uh, what? What is um, what is the math on that? Like 20, 20 ish. Is that a ten base T? Uh, yeah, heck yeah, like, coax all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on the thick net there. <laughs> yeah, buddy. No, um, so I'd really started using it. I had turned off my other Nextcloud instance, which did get about 800 megabits per second, something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. So I imagine there's encryption overhead and stuff like that. That's that's where that some seems of that is good. going. Yeah. Um. But uh. So I moved fully over to my Pi, and yeah. So 200 megabits per second is really what I'm able to pull off of it over Ethernet and an external hard drive. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, so maybe I should just buy an external SSD. Maybe that's part of the issue. That might and not. And y'all had suggested some other networking hullabaloo. What? Yeah. Maybe wireless. I don't know. I hear the wireless is on a different bus, so maybe you'll get some better throughput there depending on what you have available yeah. to you for wireless access points. So let me, yes. let me tell you why I don't want to do that. Okay. Because I love blinking lights, and I have to <laughs> unplug it. Well, I guess I don't have to unplug it, but, I mean, I wouldn't need to plug it in. Um, so I would, have, I would have less blinking lights in my... Turn it around. 
so you don't see the back. Actually, uh, it does around. blink. I forgot about that. the uh, The pie itself does blink when you're when you're uh, riding to it. So, well, I mean, yeah. it's got some GPIO pins. You could probably right. make those blink. I feel That's like true. we could get you some rainbow unicorn puke uh, type LEDs and just I string need... them around it. Okay, all right. During the transfer, let me let me tell you why I don't <laughs> think the SSD will fix this issue, or at least make it much better at all. During the transfer, the pie got up to about eighty five C. Wow. And when I went to go look, that is the top of the operational threshold of a pie. I was like, maybe I should take the cover off of this thing. Have you done any firmware updates? I I mean it's it was uh on the uh, okay, you know, good question. I don't you know. You know what? Cuz didn't they uh uh have an update that helped with some of the heat? Well, let me ask you this. Uh 2004, Ubuntu 2004, would that have the updated firmware? I think with those you gotta you gotta do the firmware updates yourself. I've always done the firmware updates myself. Intr- okay, how do you do the update? What? How do you? How do you? What? You update firmware? Okay, this is new to me. What do you do? Yeah, I'll send you the link. Okay, uh, all right. but it's yeah. You you as far as I, I as far as I know, that's always the way I've done it. I've gone okay. and there's a command to update your firmware, but I've always done it in you know Raspberry Pi OS on. So wait, so Ubuntu, even in Raspbian? Yes. It I does. Have. Oh, that's right. You're right. It's Raspberry Pi OS now. That's right. Um, yes, yes. Yes. So you have to physically tell it, I want to be better than yesterday. That's how I've always done it. It may be built in, but I feel like that's how I've always done it. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You need a like, flop D for uh, Raspberry Pi. Well, yeah. okay. So to its credit, I have the official Raspberry Pi case. There's okay. no breathing in that. That case. doesn't affect your, that doesn't affect your <laughs> firmware. No, 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 but it keeps the heat in. And I know that sometime in the past they had done some firmware updates that would help with the temperature on the Pi itself. So maybe that is the case. Maybe I do need to run the the firmware and I might not hit peak temperature load on that thing. Um, and I don't know, maybe it will Maybe it will increase the speed. So, the, okay, all right. So I've got some homework to do currently. External one terabyte USB hard drive over USB 3, like 85% sure, um, and Ethernet, which should be a gig, or at least the, the port is a gig. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm getting 200 megabits per second, which translates to give or take 20 megabytes per second. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'll do this homework on this. I'll do the firmware update, or at least go try to figure out whether or not it has already been done for me or not. Uh, and then I'll report back again. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, by the way, the rest of the, the rest of Nextcloud work, runs fine. Things that don't require one gig yeah. runs fine. M- most things don't, right? You're, you're doing your notes app and things like that. They're pretty static for the most part. They don't need a lot right. of bandwidth. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, dumping files, I, I dump and look away. So... Yeah, it doesn't really bother me, but when I get down to it, I'm like getting to benchmark mode, and I'm like, it's not even close to a thousand. <clears throat> yeah, RPI update. All right. Oh, oh, that's the command. That's the command. Don't do it though. But that's the command. I should SSH right it right now and do you just it. Just told them to read, do it. Uh, read read up on it first. Make sure. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is I should not SSH in. No, do it. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. The Raspberry. Maybe it'll tell you there's nothing needed, <laughs> but there was a big update. Uh, towards the end of last year, I think that really helped with the the, the heat. How, how do I check out what what is current what what my current firmware is? Uh, I don't know. Man, the, there is, so I type in Rasp and smack I'm not tab a few mine. times. There's nothing. Yeah, 
And this is Ubuntu, tw- yeah, Ubuntu 20.04. All right, something we got to look into because I don't know. Yes. I, I was totally going to just do that live right now, but um, yeah. Well, when <laughs> Joe conjures up some links, we'll uh, try to get those in the show notes. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the FWAPD? Maybe it is. I don't know. I was making that up. <laughs> FWAPD. It's, it's hey, a I fl- mean, I'll, I'll run anything right now, man. If it blows it's up, it's fine. My, my data's safe. Yeah, it's pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure fun. it out. Uh, so, If, if you in the community know the answer to this question, please let me know. Yeah. It's, it's a Google search away. But yeah, let, let Leo know anyways. Tell, tell him I told him wrong. I'm just telling you I've always done my firmware updates. But it's oh. usually because I want something new that's coming out that I'm just like, I want it now. So Yeah. It, it's an appliance to me. I'm going to shove it in the corner and never, ever think about it ever again. So Until I, I it turns on fire. It, well, you know, at 85C, you never know. Do you well, have a fan on it at all? No. Oh, so you got Why? I have the official little, Raspberry Pi 4. Man, get with the, the little. the official Raspberry Pi case and the official Raspberry Pi power supply. Why would I need anything Does else? Does it have the official Raspberry Pi officially sink? burn up that Raspberry Pi. <laughs> there is no official Raspberry Pi refrigerator, so no. I didn't buy that. Yeah. No, just get that little, that little stick-on fan. Comes with all the kits, man. This Works wasn't good. a kit, sir. It's official. <laughs> there, there's a kit now. There wasn't yeah. a kit then. Right. Yeah, yeah. What else are we up to? I built a computer. <gasps> That's awesome. I'm trying to keep up with the Simmonses. Oh, good luck. Oh, yeah? built his daughter a computer, so I had to build my daughter a computer because awesome. she was jealous. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So now we have dueling computers. Now dueling one plays computers. the guitar and the other one plays the banjo, and then we'll we'll see where this goes. Yeah, I love building PCs though. That's my favorite thing, dude. Yeah, it is fun. I, I yeah, I just love it. I, I don't know what it is. It, it is just uh, you just the hardware. Just put it together, and I'm telling you what, you want to impress your kids. So she's sitting there and she's like, "So how long is it going to take uh, to do it?" And she goes, "Could we do it?" No, I took last week off just to be off. Uh, she goes, uh, "Could we do it in a, in in a couple days?" I'm like, "Sweetie, if we're still sitting here in an hour." I, 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 we broke something. We did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we got it done and she's like, I can't believe it. Oh, she was playing uh, among us in, you know, an hour later and she was going to town. Just absolutely loved it. So just to be clear, you spend four digits on a desktop to play <laughs> among us. She plays, yeah, she plays among us in Minecraft. Yeah. 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 Not only that, yeah. a $5 game that would play on any 149 laptop from Walmart. It, just. But it's the thought that counts. You're right. Yeah. It was the, right. and she helped me build it and we I showed her how all the stuff goes together that, and she right. that, was, that's the cool thing. The yeah, bonding. Yeah. It was a nice yeah. father-daughter, you know, it was it was it was a blast. I actually did that part with my son, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. It was your son, you're right. Yeah, building. Yeah, she got yeah. to enjoy it. Oh, no, because he, so. he did too. He did one for his daughter before. Well, he, yeah, he just built hers so she could, he's kicking her out and sent her to college. Yeah, that's right. But uh, the son, he was like, oh, here, this is my oh, boy. He... Let me show my boy how to do these things. Because, boy, <laughs> when you grow up. But little, oh, girl, don't look. Go, you go sit in a corner. You're nope. not allowed to touch the man's computer. And then she, <laughs> he's, he's just showing him how to build. And then you put the fan on the thing and you squirt. See this tube of paste? You got to empty the whole tube of paste oh, right yeah, on top of the process. Right. So here you go. All Why do they sell over. it in four grams if you don't use all four grams Man, of it? Right? I know, right? I, I don't know how many times I have seen it's that. Like, Ooh, just a little dab will like, do you. I'm like, just a, a pea. A yeah. pea is it. If you go more than a pea. You're going to see it like muffin top over the sides and it's going to start getting gonna on everything. It's going to be all in the pins and yeah. just, just stop it, man. Just yeah, stop the it. amount of alcohol you need to, to deal Clean with that. Clean that up. 
I've yeah. pulled some apart and they're like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't run great. And you're like pulling it up and you're like, what is this goo? Why is yeah. it overheating? Yeah. Did, did you did you send this out to be chromed? Like it was <laughs> dipped in chrome like a bumper. Like it's a processor, man. What are you doing? You just need the spot on the top. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. But it was a blast, man. We had we had a good time uh, explaining all the parts. Uh, I did a mini ITX build because she's mm. got, you know, her room's all girlied up and nice and quaint. So she's got a nice little wood antique desk. So awesome. I did a little mini ITX build with the, uh, who makes that case? Is that a Corsair? I think it's Corsair case, the P1. Um, but anyways, it's going to be mounted on the wall. Oh. And uh, it kind of floats there. And I did the little LEDs and all that. She's got the LED keyboard and- She's in hog heaven. So it's fancy. Love it. Yeah, I've I actually I totally forgot about it, but I did upgrade the heatsink in my PC. So I almost got that PC building experience because to install the Cooler Master Hyper Elemental P two one two, you're taking the whole sucker apart. You might as well start over. The other side of your case doesn't come off. Oh, it does, but I feel like I needed the extra space because that heatsink is massive. Well, even a lot of those. If your backside comes off, there's still a plate yeah, uh, on a, a plate lot of those where you've yeah, mm-hmm. where you've got to get and sometimes you got to pull the whole Ooh. thing off. Like it just I I got super lucky there. Mine yeah, I just I could mount the motherboard so then I didn't have to hold on to it. And I took the back you know cover off and there yep. it was right there. They got a little a good a good case port. has it notched out. Yeah, there's yeah. a good case yeah. has that notched out. Yeah. Most cases do not. I, I do have that, but I pulled yeah. it out anyway. Um, but yeah, uh. And Dan, you were right. A 10 degree drop on Isn't load. that amazing? Oh, yeah. 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 That, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that thing weighs like 50 pounds. If it's it didn't huge. do that kind of heat dissipation, I'd be really upset. But I've it was the one. RGB one. So, yay, oh, yeah. More it's unicorn pretty. puke. Oh, you yeah. did yeah. the RGB. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the, the lights dancing off your glasses now. Ah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right, guys. So. One question I've got is, do you guys uh, think Linux is still safe? Yeah, um, but that's only because I only use Chrome OS. Uh, No, (laughs) just kidding. Yeah, Android Uh, only, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's pretty safe on my Android phone. Right? Don't no listen. Don't don't open that can of worms because we're going to talk about Android phones that are more than three years old and what version of Android are they running and what kernel is that on? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're in a, a landfill somewhere because they stop working. There are Android phones running around today that are still vulnerable to stage fright. Mm. When, 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 did, when was stage fright discovered? Like 2015? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's a very broad question um, because I think Linux is safe overall. I'll agree with that. So like one caveat you have to take into account is you need to be able to Stay up on your updates, right? Everything, yes, it, it, you know, is suspect to vulnerability if you leave it fallow. But if you keep up with your updates, you, you're you're going to mitigate some of that. You're going to mitigate a lot of that, I think. Yeah. I mean, you you end up with these um, really smart people that become aware. You know, think of Boot Hole, which is fairly recent, of flaws. And they scramble to fix them. Not not only do they scramble to fix them, the companies that pay these people scramble to fix them because it's their bottom line that we're talking about, right? I mean, Ubuntu um, has a reputation to keep. And Ubuntu, I mean, 
From the outside looking in, if you ask, what is Linux? You, you, you put that in Google. What, is a, what, what, are, what are some of the very first things that come up? Ubuntu. Yeah, Ubuntu, probably Red Hat, probably right up yeah. there. You know. yeah. So those folks are tied to that name. And yeah. so they have a pretty big interest in making sure that, yeah, stuff like that, that hits the news like that, it needs to be fixed very quickly. I think overall, though, that question is, is hard to answer because everybody's situation is different. And one of the things that I learned as an admin, nobody teaches you this, but you learn that just like a chainsaw, you can handle a chainsaw very eloquently. You can get the job done. You can cause zero injuries in the course of using that chainsaw. And you can do that for years. You can make sculptures out of ice. Yeah. Seen it. It's, it's amazing. But then you get someone that's never seen or touched or even cares to know how a chainsaw works. And they go try to, they go try to ice sculpt. I'm going to chop the head off that ice sculpture. <laughs> and let's, let's hope it's the ice sculpture's head that, that gets mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I get it. But yeah, I, I think there's, there's a part of security that I think a lot of people miss. And that is the human element to that. Mm-hmm. Anybody on any operating system can download and install and ignore all of the warnings and red flags and error messages that you encounter along the way and get that virus installed so that it can, you know, encrypt all of your files and uh, give you a Bitcoin address to send five Bitcoin to to get your files back. So, you know, I, I think there are flaws, but I don't think it's the flaws that get us. Each and every time. I, th- I think more often than not, it's that, oh, UPS sent me a, a, a PDF of a... Uh, the tracking? Yeah. I didn't order anything, but let's open this bad boy up. This king in Nigeria needs my money. I've got to download the attachment. They're going to cancel my account. I've got to send them my social security number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that one. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, I, I see it all the time. I saw it most recently on Xbox Live where it was a uh, dear sir... Yeah. Um, your your account will be closed down for cheating if you don't yes. send me your email and password. Right. I've like, gotten really from, from yeah. eBay. Yeah. Uh, you need to change your password. Click here and change your password. Mm. I'm like, uh, okay, here I come. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then but, you know, and one of the funny things is like someone will respond to that email on oh, Windows. They do. Yeah. And you know, send that username and that password, and then they get hacked mm-hmm. and then it's like oh windows is so insecure because that's how i got my xbox live hacked like guy <laughs> take take a step back because <laughs> it's, it's windows fault yeah right. right it's windows's fault it's more than windows though it's like now we are all online with everything so you yes. just opened pandora's box for everything you have out there not just your your own computer all of your accounts now yep and, and on top of that, right, think about how you fire up Google Chrome. And, you know, to your point, it's everything now. It's, yeah. it's got a window into your entire life, but it's also got a window into your desktop. Google Chrome doesn't get to save files unless you give it permission to do so, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the whole reason why we have flat, flat packs and snaps and everything else to, to make sure that, that uh, it can't touch some things. But it's got a window into your desktop, too. So any flaw in Chrome is a flaw in the operating system by extension because no telling what kind of what kind of crazy things are going to be discovered. Well like like um slipstream 
and NAT. And how everybody likes to have that firewall at, yeah. out on the edge of their network. And they're like, yep. well, I don't need a firewall. I can just turn that off. Fine. NAT is going to protect me. Well, NAT is uh, not a yeah, firewall. No. no, 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 no. Exactly. And, you know, I, I shot that from the rooftops. But, I mean, it stops inbound connections, right? Mm, Mostly. No. Well, except for, yeah, yeah with, with this particular flaw. No. In, in browsers, right. it does not. And yet it's able to uh, get a foothold into your network. Because you went to a page filled with ads. Yes. And clicked on them to close them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, see, in, in this case, you didn't even have to click on them. You just had to mm. accidentally go to that website. And, you know, it, it could have been uh, some JavaScript thing that flung you to that website. Yeah. And all that JavaScript stuff runs on your local machine. Yes. E e you know, it executes on locally, even though you've got the code from the internet. Yeah. So all of that, guys, it, you know anybody firing this up is like, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't go on the internet ever again. I'm, I'm, well, it's, did you get that vibe? Did you get that? I'm trying to scare everybody vibe. You should be a little scared though. But th those are the things. I mean, I, I promise you when I walk through my office and somebody comes to me and they're like, ah, my computer's not running great. And I go up and you know how uh, uh, Chrome's got the, the, the indicator that's like update. And when it's a fresh one, it's green, and then it's yellow. Yeah, and then it goes. It's just this thing is like burned, <laughs> just red. Like there's blood dripping from it. It's like I'm like, do you, if you see this, click it. Yeah. And when it turns green, you click it. You update. But it's not they, go high score. Uh, right, right. <laughs> but that is, I think that's a lot of folks. So that's our. That's maybe not in. Yeah. I think uh, in the Linux community, people tend to be a little more. Uh, understanding like, oh yeah, I want to keep my stuff up to date or right. whatever. But that's our parents. That's our children. That's our idiot brother. That's our, like uh, whoever it is like out there, um, those people are the ones uh, facing this. So um, regular people are having to fight against security. So it begs the question, guys. So like what, what is your security level look like in, in your lives? Uh, are, are you all like iron doors at the gates and just everything's locked down and you don't go to any website that you haven't approved, uh, whitelisted, and you know, are everything locked down, or how's your how's your life? Well, I think security has to be on a sliding scale a little bit, right? So there's some level of convenience that you have to allow, or else you get nothing, like you said, and you you just can't cower in fear all the time, really, and be effective. So you, you just have to be smart about it, right? You have to watch the prompts. You have to read the indicators. You have to click on the updates. You have to, you have to watch for all of the signs. Um, and, and think about what you're submitting and what you're clicking on. Does it make sense? You, did you think about it? I mean, why, why does, you know, so and so want my username and password? They don't need my password. It's not a login prompt. That should only go in a login prompt, you know, things like that. You just have to just have to kind of contemplate about it before you, you go clicking on it and be a little analytical about it. I think reading the error messages uh, or yeah. reading all of the messages is probably the best thing in the whole world that you could do for yourself. The answer is always there. Always. When something goes wrong, the answer is, well, Okay, maybe not always. Uh, I've seen some pretty egregious error messages where it's like, it broke. Yeah. Okay, thanks. All right. Oh, great. snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please refresh your browser. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
most of the time, those error messages are going to have something that you can use to either A, figure out how to fix it yourself, or if you're not that type, B, get help with it. Ask someone else, hey, because I guarantee you when you ask someone else, you know, hey, this thing went wrong and I don't know what it did. Uh, the first thing they're going to ask you is, well, what error message did you get or what, right. how did it behave or what did it do? And so, yeah, reading it will at least give you the basic first step, regardless of how you attack the problem. And security starts that way. Personally, I have some things that are probably considered insecure, but I do try to take some steps to uh, mitigate some of those things. Like, so I've got the assistant, you know, the the lady assistant that talks to For me. For shame. In, in the kitchen, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, so she can turn on my lights and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I've got her segmented on her own different, uh, wireless network and, uh, you know, she's, she might be listening, but she's not, you know, listening to all my devices at the same time, or at least I don't think so. Um, and I do kind of pay attention to what my network is doing, but I'm a network guy. So that's, that's kind of my thing. So to, to that point, actually, uh, I've been really considering getting smart things but I don't want them that smart. I right. don't want them to understand speech, and I certainly don't want them to reach out to the internet for any reason whatsoever. So um, I've been looking at Monoprice Stitch. So this is their own line of smart plugs, smart fans, smart mm -hmm. blah, whatever. You know, everything's smart. They've got like a Roomba too. Um, so there's a smart everything. But you can run Stitch on LAN only with no gateway. So no way out to That's the internet. Cool. And mm. you, so yeah, it, it, it can stay isolated. And as you said, put it on its own isolated network and either A, join that Wi-Fi network or whatever, or B, set up a, a small VPN to put you on that network so you can control things as you need. Wow. Right, because you you were talking about a slider. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm maybe a little closer to security, but I mean that might be just my tinfoil hat talking. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a way to get me those cool features without having to worry about AWS going out and now you can't turn off your alarms or yeah. something like that. Yeah, you right? can't vacuum your floor, that sort of thing. Yeah, I get exactly. It. Now, if my internet goes out, I mean I'm already up a creek at that point, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if AWS goes out or if Microsoft Azure goes out or whatever, I don't have to worry that, oh, no, now I can't turn off my light bulbs. Yep, that makes sense. Um, I, I, it's, it all comes down to the convenience that you want to have. How much convenience do you want to have? Because a lot of these things do provide convenience, um, but they open the, open the door a little bit, just a little bit further every time you add one of those things. Exactly. And uh. and having to put together, you know, the amount of work that goes into setting up the Stitch stuff on its own network and all that is more than setting up old Alexandra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's she's pretty smart. Um, yeah. But a little too. I, yeah, I, I don't need her in my house. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty smart. Uh, Smarter than me. I set up for my parents. I added a couple of um, ring cameras this weekend because. Oh, yeah. What mm -hmm. One. Uh, you know they're getting a little older, so right. I put I put a doorbell in, and they, they live in a nice neighborhood. But still, like it, it just and plus my dad's always working down at the garage, so my mom wants to be able to see him, sure. make sure he's still makes sense, make sure he's still moving. So, um, you know I put him in, but man, I'm telling you the setup was like 
Click. Yeah. Oh, here's your camera. Yeah. Great. Done. Yep. Finished. And all of a sudden it's a ding, ding, ding. Yep. There's someone in your driveway. There's someone. So obviously that's all calling home. Uh, it's all got to happen. Um, but it is so convenient and I can't, that's why people do it. I can't, uh, I can't imagine going to my parents' house, setting up a separate VLAN, putting network stuff on it. And and it would, because you know, what's going to happen. You, you do know what's going to happen. Well, you're the tech support at that point. Right. 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 And, uh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, that's, it's a lot of work. I know that's that. The, the convenience factor. I think there's got to be a, a balance somewhere. That's just my perspective. I'm, I'm a little more, I'm not as a uh, foily hat as Leo for sure. And Dan's yeah. probably, Dan, you're probably still a little more foily hat than me. I've got uh one, two, three, four. So, so for those keeping score, it's uh, on the, on the tinfoil side, it's yeah. Leo in yeah, the middle. Right. It's Dan. Right. And on the usability side, it's Joe. Yeah. That's fair. My doors are open and unlocked, and the internet is, is no past. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's great um, if you're in a good neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I live out in I live out in the country. Yeah, that's um, good. When we moved to Georgia, like I don't have any neighbors. It's the internet neighborhood that you got to worry. It's the about. internet neighborhood right. that's, that is the issue. But like I've got, I think eight lady cylinders throughout okay. my house. Um, sure. Yeah. In various areas, and. Uh, they work great. Yeah. And I do yell at them to turn off the lights. That's nice. I do I think the thing I like the most is that they don't respect my wife. Uh <laughs> I think it's the same at my it's house. It's the funniest actually, thing. Honest. She she will <laughs> say she will say uh you know uh we we changed the name. We don't call her the A word, so it's Echo in our house. So Okay. Fair. Uh, it's you know Echo bedtime. She'll say it again. She'll say it again. She'll say it again and I'm She's like, ah, oh, this dumb thing. And I say it once and it's like, oh, okay. okay. And everything shuts down and all the lights go. Oh my but, God. But that that's a convenience that- Boy, that's the same at our house. I wow. mean, I, I'd like, so, you know, at, at, at dusk, all the, the outside exterior lights turn on. Yeah. At, at daybreak, they all turn back off. Uh, we were watching uh, Mandalorian uh, the other, uh, last night, uh, getting caught up on that. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I say uh, movie time. And all the lights go perfect. The living room dims. The hallway dims. The I've got a, a shade of orange that takes the brightness down in another level, so that the TV is perfect. Like that's that's convenience. And I know again, if you if you're worried, I know all of this. I know she's telling AWS and our Amazon overlords everything I say. But I think I'm okay with that because I'm not saying anything, and I'm not too worried about what's out there. Uh, so that security level on that sliding scale, the convenience to me outweighs outweighs the the threat. Um, however, when I get closer to like internet browsing and uh, oh, yeah. internet traffic and blocking and you know all that stuff, that's where I get a little more. Okay, I feel like this is more important, and so I want to keep you know yeah. that a little more locked down. Yep, lots of cookies and tracking and all that good stuff. Clear your cash, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But there is a lot of a lot, just a lot of uneducated people out there as far as like what's what's what, you know. And I think you got to find that balance of what fits your life, your lifestyle. You know, I do remember when I, when we lived in apartments at the beach or these little condos. Like 
like we had one router between our buddies next door and our friends upstairs and we all shared one Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. You know, this is early 2000s, 2002, 2003. We had one broadband cable that was coming in and we were so excited because we were, you know, we were hot stuff with our, you know, four meg connection and I don't know. The Xbox worked. Everybody could get on instant messenger That's, at the same time. Yeah, we right? all could yeah. get on IM and laugh at each other. Right. The Wi-Fi routers are getting a lot smarter about this. I was actually pretty yeah. excited to hear that, oh, there's a guest network feature? Mm-hmm. What? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just, you just call that IoT network instead and just put all your smart junk over there. Right. And yes. I mean, that doesn't require a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of know-how, but yeah, it's easy to not turn it on. Oh, yeah. It's easy to just oh. ignore all that and just, you know, plug right. it all in and turn it all on. And, you know, it is what it is. And the password is going to stay the same forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, one of the biggest thing I think people can do for themselves, like, yeah, if you're if you I feel like the ones that come to me and they're like, ah, but someone's spying on you. I'm like, look, if they want it, they're going to get it. Uh, there's only so much you can do. Like, I, I feel like, you know, the, the, the conspiracy that, oh, the government knows what you're doing. You're putting cameras all over your house. You put, look, I, if they want to know that little uh, in, invisible black helicopter is going to find it anyways, like they know where I live. It's no secret. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, running from the law, but I think where it's important is when it gets down to your, your accounts, like yes. those things, you know, having good passphrases for your passwords, having a password manager that isn't Google Chrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, those, or, or Safari even, because you know what? I think it is, is it Safari? I think Safari, if you get in, like you can look at your stuff in plain text. Well, you can do that with all the browsers. You have to go and actually encrypt your password store. And at that point, it's actually not that bad. Well, yeah, if you went through all that effort, but why not get a password manager? Right, that- but you got to know that that exists instead yeah, of I just know. click save password and never well, think about it Well, that's what most people do is like save password. Right. Oh, yeah, hey, I don't have to. Re- right. Yeah. So, security takes effort. It right. does. Beyond it does. effort, it takes a lot of knowledge. Like, do you have to ev- you have to know that something is a risk in the first place to know to actually do a risk analysis, right? Like, right. Do I care? Do I not care? What do I do about that? And, you know, you're right. When, when it comes to like a nation- or nation state or what yeah no i've got no chance right no none of us do none of us no right but but when it comes to everything else what i'm really trying to do is not be the low hanging fruit yes right. and by doing a lot of the things that i do i'm i i hope my hope is that i'm a couple levels removed from you know that first initial sweep because their password was one two three four five six, and then that <laughs> second initial sweep because they have, um, you know, really high powered graphics cards and can start you know hacking away at uh, you know a password database or something right. like that. Rainbow tables and all that sort of good thing. Yeah, good luck. And, but that's why you want unique passwords, right? They can only get one, it, and you want two factor authentication because yeah. even if they get one, they still can't get in. I was I was just gonna say. Step it up even a little bit further, go to factor. And like I've started now using my YubiKey uh, for a lot of things. Mm. And that's even better encryption and takes it just a little but bit. But you got to buy a YubiKey and that's like 70 you bucks. No, you don't have to pay 70 bucks. You can get the one. 30, like 40, $30 I think. Oh, okay. gets you yeah, into okay. a YubiKey. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you, the, right. gets you the base model, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
you're right. You do have to invest some money into yep. it. There's cost and knowledge because it, it's not just, oh, I have a YubiKey done. Like you have right. to set it up as well. Right. Yep. But yeah. the good password managers work great with YubiKey. They do. Um, I know, mm-hmm. I think all three of us use Bitwarden. Um, yes. I, the YubiKey I got, the, it, it does NFC. Yes. And it does uh, USB. And yeah. it's nice. It's got my, I just press on the top, but it'll, I can set it up next to my iPhone or my iPad or the iPhone. Sorry, I don't know if it does the iPad. I haven't had to use it on the iPad, but it'll do the NFC there or I just plug yep. it in my computer. I touch the top. Like, yep. And it works on my Android phone even. And yeah. 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 So I'm yeah. good. I mean, that that is huge because I think too, even the two factor people are like, and I, these businesses, I, I question, I guess it's better than nothing, but the text message to two factor. Yeah. That's like if not they have good. your phone, even Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft just announced uh, that that's a bad idea. That's a terrible it, idea. It is a bad idea because yeah. you can do uh, uh, spoofing. It was demonstrated a while back yeah. with Verizon. Oh, I know. Where somebody that wanted into somebody's account that knew that they had the the text based um, authentication, they called Verizon and pretended yeah. to be that person and got a new SIM yep. and mm-hmm. popped that SIM into a phone and they uh, did the password reset, did the password, got the time based uh, text thing, and bingo, bingo, into that account, right? But again, this is one of those things that. It takes a lot of effort on the side of the person trying to get into your stuff to do that. I mean, but it is. It is insecure. We have found a hole, and yeah, the customer service folks are sometimes all too happy to make that happen. Yeah, You say the right things enough, and you're in, right? And you're you're leaving it in the hands of the potential weakest link. So, like, uh, computers... Computers are typically consistent and they're going to like, oh, I've got to have this password. But if you can sweet talk somebody into giving some information, they're just, ah, you know, I'm really not supposed to, but I want to help you out, Mrs. Jones. Okay, I'll I'll do. That's the the break. And and there's no one to call to reset a YubiKey. So no, you, no, you can't. Nope. No, nope. nobody to call. Having, you know, you you can get yourself locked out of things. So you need your, Mm -hmm. you know, your, uh, your account stuff information um you know they they give you those uh big long text strings you better be printing those off put them in your safe yep. so that you can you can get back into your account in case your yubikey gets run over by a truck or something well also just have a second yubikey you can do that too yes yes i'm just but like <laughs> i have a backup yubikey no either either way works fine um right but you you, you need a plan you need to make a plan for your backup mm-hmm yeah, I did lock myself out of my Coinbase account once, and Whoops. that was that sounds bad. But that was, I'll tell you what, I was using uh, before I got the YubiKey. I was using the authenticators that are on, uh, like like an app, like, like a Google, Google Authenticator, yeah. or I forget the other one I was using. There's a Microsoft one. Authy. I was using Authy. Authy. Yeah. Uh, Authy. Um, well, my phone reset, and it lost all my oh my no. stuff in there. So. And the only way for me to get in to look at my stuff was with the two-factor on the app. And I didn't have that app on anything. Anyways, I had to like write a letter, send my driver. <laughs> like I had to prove who I was to Coinbase, which is good. I am I was very happy yes. to do so because I don't want just any jerk getting in my stuff. But yeah, I'm, you know, they could have stole my $8 worth of Bitcoin and I'd have been sad. Yeah. So Hey, look, that's $16 now, sir. It is 16 yeah. <laughs> So um, it's important. All, all these all these features are important. So back to our original question: Is Linux safe? 
I guess we could ask that question about anybody. Is Linux yeah. safe? Is Android safe? Is iOS safe? Is, you know, is OS X safe? I, it sounds like it's people it's, aren't safe. <laughs> people aren't safe. It's no more less or, or greater safe than, uh, you know, all the other things. Yeah, it's it's as safe as it can be. Same, you know, Windows has these same exact flaws that, that you know, end up with situations where it's like, oh, this could happen and you could get hacked or whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Linux has that. Mac OS has that. iOS has that. Android has that. Everybody has that. It, it, so it's, it's, I think it's more a question of, is it safe to not update? Mm. That, I think, is really where this breaks down. If you're getting updates and if you're applying them at least semi-regularly, you're probably safe. You're you're safe from the creepy crawlies that make the headline news. So you're probably going to be just fine. So I, I don't I don't think um, there's a first, second, third kind of winner in this situation. Right. I think it is. I, I think they're all really good. You have active developers working on fixing these issues all the time. And unless you are just ignoring your updates, then you're probably going to be pretty safe. I think the better question is, are you safe? Yeah, it's the human. It's the human that makes the mistake more often than not, I guess. Because boot hole, yeah, that 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 didn't affect zero people. Right. But right. Yeah, it's unlikely to affect you. Well, and is it just me that, or 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 do I feel like I'm? We're seeing more uh, firmware level, hardware level vulnerabilities versus OS level vulnerabilities. And and well, if it's an m- Intel vulnerability, that affects. Everybody. Everyone, yeah, uh, or an AMD vulnerability that's going to affect everyone. Not yeah. doesn't yeah. matter what OS is on top right. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meltdown Inspector are still there. Are still bits of those types of flaws being discovered right now. These speculation attacks are still being discovered, and I think that that's it, right? Like you, you, you kind of pry open Pandora's box, and all of these flaws start to spill out. And you're like, oh yeah, if we if we tweak this just a little bit, oh yeah, look, we can extract passwords now. But you know, a lot of those flaws are you got to have physical access to the stuff, or um, you've got to have root access to like a VM on the box, and then you can start pulling out that speculation, uh, some of the information that's yeah, left in cache. Some of those you have to wait a long time to get enough data to actually, you know, create a profile to to actually get right. the stuff out of too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, unlikely for you, which is why, by the way, I turn off all the uh, Meltdown Inspector mitigations on my laptop so I can <laughs> squeeze out the extra 10%. But, right, that that's, that's uh, I don't know, uh, this laptop never leaves the house anymore because I never leave the house anymore. So it's, uh, I don't know, I feel okay doing that, at least for now. Well, and you probably don't have it online all the time either. So, you know, yeah. it just... It sleeps a lot. Yeah. All right, guys. So I came across uh, interesting, uh, I guess it was uh, on Twitter. I saw it, but I thought, hmm, this is neat. Um, And uh, Leo, this might strike your fancy a little bit more or maybe not, but I saw where Linux Mint was releasing their new app entitled Hypnotics. And it is uh, where you dangle a chain in (laughs) front of your face um, and it's all LEDs and it puts, no, it, it's not. I, it's I not. thought it was a, I thought it was a meditation app. Yeah, no. Um, oh, seems no, like no, a no. form it's, of hypnosis. I, I, right? feel, I feel like they're just, they're going to, they're going to pull the snaps right out from under us. All I'm saying is Warpinator was a good name. Warpinator this, was a good name. I don't know about this one. Hypnotics, uh, yeah, okay. 
Um, they'll work on it. Um, so it's a IPTV application, which is uh, pretty cool. Actually, I installed it. Uh, it was readily available in the AUR. And uh, I don't know if it's available <laughs> everywhere else, but it was in the AUR. Um, and pretty neat. I mean, uh, I like the idea behind it. I- I'm not too much into the IPTV scene these days, uh, which we'll talk about here shortly. But um, I I pulled it up. There was a couple thousand available free channels streaming. Uh, I I instantly fell in love with the uh, uh, you'll only like this if you were a child in the 90s uh, channel, which was oh. just a bunch of- uh, That sounds good. Uh, it, was, it was like Kool-Aid commercials or what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Or? It was music videos. It was music videos from the nineties. Oh. oh, so it was MTV. It was it was kind of like well, no, MTV doesn't have. It was it was MTV in the nineties. That was the music television. Yeah, right. Yeah. What, what the, are we up to? Like MTV Five now? Is this the music know. now? It's just the the challenge on repeat of all these goobies that live in a house together in the yeah. I survive. have since unplugged years ago. Uh, so th- this yeah. is this is closer to what I would use rather than uh, MTV. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, oh, this okay, so a, a native app uh, uh to mint and and it I mean it installed uh, as it, it was a GTK app. It, it uh it installed, you know, uh I threw it in. Uh you can add all kind of different uh, IPTV streams to it if you want. It comes with one default and they they even talked a little bit about the one that's in their default. They, they set it up because it is uh, all free. Every channel on there is free, no charging, and it's all legal and free. Mm-hmm. And there was no adult content. So I appreciated yeah, that as well. That's cool. So, yeah. Um, a, a nice little default out of the thing, if that's your thing. So I, I kind of, it's one of those things where you see an app and I go, oh, that's really cool. And then I go, would I use it? Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, other than for nostalgia of going through and maybe finding some old Kool Aid commercials and uh, whatever. Uh, old hip hop videos from my childhood. I was like, ah, you you put your pants on backwards. Don't 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 lie to me. <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. So I, it got me thinking, and I asked you guys a question. I go, so what what do we do for media these days? What are you guys doing for media these days? I actually we were somewhere I forget recently, and we were watching television. It might have been in a hotel or something, and the TV was on. And my, my son was watching what was on the thing, and he goes, pause it. And I go, oh, yeah, right. there's no pause, dude. Yeah, like, it, he's like, no, just just stop it. I've got to go use the bathroom. I go, there's no. There's no, no. You, gotta, you better do that during a commercial or yeah. something. You, you wait yeah. for the commercial. He's like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's, and they don't even call them commercials, right? He goes, the there's ads. ads? Yeah. Like YouTube ads? And I go, no, not like YouTube ads. YouTube ads are like 15, 30 seconds. I go, now we got to watch two and a half minutes of whatever's coming up on the late night news, you know, or whatever. So their world of television or media consumption is so different than ours was, I know, growing up. But like, so there's some effort going into this IPTV app. But what, like, what, I don't know. What do you guys do? What are you guys doing these days? What what do you do for media? Is this something you're going to use? I I don't know. I just find myself gravitating to the various different sites. I don't, I don't go to one thing. I'm, not very organized that way. So I generally generally hang out either in one of two places. Probably going to be Netflix or, you know, Amazon Prime. So ha- have, you, have you gotten the endless scroll? Like you don't know what to watch and you just scroll for like 30 minutes and you're like, well, that was all of the time I had. 
<laughs> well, and then I go back to the beginning and watch a rerun of Star Trek, yeah. uh, The Next Generation D- or something DS9 like that. DS9 is, yeah. mm-hmm. is on Netflix yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I find myself doing that. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. Um, we've got Netflix and Hulu uh, so and, and Amazon Prime. Yeah. So we'll- um, We'll get most, I mean, like 90% of our content from there. And then everything else for me is Plex. Like I've got um, a pretty big music library and uh, and movie library from, I used to have a huge collection. I used to work at Circuit City. So um, I got Ooh, decent flashbacks. discounts on all, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, the commercial with the kid stuff. at the Walkman and he walks in. And the guy hands him his money, and there's coins in there. Remember, there was coins. You, he gave oh, up the yeah. difference in the. Oh, so that's a classic commercial. Yeah, so so I have a I have a lot of stuff from there. And then um, as I was doing more schooling, there was a lot of electronic music that was uh, distributed out for free, but you couldn't get it like after a year. They like those places just went away. Right. No, that was Shazam um, and a Bear Share. That was not oh. free. You were. <laughs> No, no, really, like Kaza. Yeah, you were, you were, you were stealing. You, oh, oh, that. Okay. Listen, I, I ran a lot of Kaza uh, back in the day. Okay, but but this was quite literally uh, electronic artists that you know are unknown. So they're just throwing their stuff out on the internet and seeing what sticks. And they, you know they get on these YouTube things like back when YouTube was new. And uh, so I mean you know kind of like trying to distribute now. Basically, yes. And so they would always have these drives where it was like, okay, sure. you get this song, this song, this song, this song, but this one's 99 cents and this one's 99 right. cents, right? So I would get all the free junk and then just hang on to that. So I've got a lot of music that, that lives in Plex that way. Oh, that's cool. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've just, yeah, it's pretty much all web-based for me now. Yeah, so I don't only have Netflix and Amazon. I also have Hulu, CBS All Access, and Sling. Um. And I've been known to watch a show or two on Pluto if, if you know, that's the only place I can find oh, it. Oh, I've got that on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot of those services on Tubi? the TV. And like... Have you seen Tubi? Yeah, I've seen Tubi one. as well. Yes. I, I ended up on Tubi because they had He-Man. Oh, okay. They had oh, the old yeah. He-Man and they had Thundercats on there. Yeah, Thundercats, yep. ho. Um, and Voltron. Oh, and so nice. I was taking my uh, my son through like memory lane, and we were mm-hmm. watching those on uh, Tubi. That was pretty. You cool. know, I, I feel like uh, Pluto TV and a lot of those other channels that are that are in that same vein are just as good as the channels bad. that we had because mm-hmm. they're they're like thirty percent ads too. Yeah, and that's exactly like we got the Hot Wheels commercial, and right. then you got the you know Oscar Mayer commercial, yep. and two other commercials, and then you finally get back to the show for two minutes, and then it's more ads. Well, the yeah. show so, is the same length, so why not throw the ads in there, right? Yep. That's a 22-minute show, and you got a 30-minute block. What do you think you're doing with those other eight minutes? You're going to yeah, sell some ads. ads. Yeah. I think that's what's disappointed me with The Mandalorian is because I want it to be like an hour show, but it's like 45 minutes. And I'm yeah. like, Disney, there's no commercials on here. Why are we making like an hour show? Please, can so, we have an hour no, show? They're, they're actually, on that particular show, there's no real consistency on the episode length. It seems to be, Because they were yeah, it, right. like an hour. Uh, yeah. An hour plus, maybe. I, I, uh, I want to say there was at least one episode that that went there was longer like than a, an hour. Yeah. Are you guys all cut? Are you guys watching that? Did we talk? I, to I'm him? too behind. Oh, Leo. I am not on the Disney ABC stuff. Um, Leo. I don't know why. I just. Well, maybe Hypnotics can help you out with that, Dan. <sighs> not with Disney I, I Plus. I probably should. Like I, like I'm a Hulu subscriber, so I. You know it'll help you out with that. <laughs> the, the Pirate Bay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Yo uh, ho ho! Oh, Leo, you're, you're, you've missed you've missed the <laughs> best two episodes. You're oh, not really? caught up on so, the two best episodes. Okay, 
Our, dude, my, my daughter runs around with a baby Yoda. She loves this show too. So no? like we are invested. If you're a true nerd, like a true geek, Star Wars geek, these last two episodes are the best. Okay. I don't know about true, but I but I do love me some Star Wars. So yeah. uh if you yeah. know the yeah, there there's a lot of introduction of um let's say uh characters from books and oh, from oh, okay. things that just that I've always wanted to see on TV. So this okay. is, uh, yeah, it's. I'm, I'm even, I'm looking forward to it even more now. Yeah, I digress. But, um, you know, there, there's one thing that I can't get on Plex and everything else uh, that I can get with an antenna. So we have over the air channels here yep. in, um, in, in Texas. So I mean, I imagine you get it like all over the place, but, um, and I, I want to be able to get that on my phone. I want to be able to get that on, uh, my, you know, all of the TVs that I've got. Sure. Okay, there are two, but in uh, on my desktop and everywhere. And so I'm, I'm really considering buying the uh, the sixty dollar Hapage antenna. Th- well, I mean, it's basically a USB. You plug it into the computer that's running your Plex, and then you screw an antenna into it, smack that up on the wall close to a window, and you get the over the air channels, and you can stream those, pause them, and record them, and do all of that fun stuff. So uh, that's that's the only puzzle piece that's missing. Um, so I have to go to one TV and watch, you know, local news on that one TV because right. I only have one antenna. So uh, that that I think is the the other thing that I'm going to change, and I'll feel like I'm I'm complete. I have uh, everything that I need on the web. Yeah, that brings me pretty full circle right there, Leo. Because way back when I did have a TV card that you know they were mm-hmm. they were internal in your in your PC, and I built a Myth box, and I was watching my shows and you know DVRing them at the time with with Myth TV and uh yeah I just I I got I got away from that because everything's available on the internet yeah you know well that that was the whole problem I think I, I, you know I think that is why piracy was so big that you, you just it wasn't available to you like even if you wanted to legitimately get it it just, you couldn't and, you know, there were a lot of ways that, that maybe you could, but um, it just was not convenient. But now that it's convenient, it's way easier to pay 10 bucks a month to just get what you want. And, you know, but yeah. it's starting to go the other way now. It is. Where well, you got 18 well, different it's... things when you only want to watch three shows. And so you're having to like, okay, do I need Hulu this month? Well, there's nothing that's going on right now mm-hmm. that I want from Hulu. So I'm going to cancel that and I'm going to put that money over toward this. And so it's becoming really inconvenient again, which I think is going to give rise to a lot of uh, yo-ho-hoing. Yeah. Well, and the, the pricing has, so, um, yeah. So I, like you guys, I've got, well- we we have gotten creative with family members on how we handle stuff. Ah, so, okay. yeah. So, um, so I got in on YouTube TV when it first came out, and I want to say it was thirty five bucks a month. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Oh, when it first you're came gonna out. talk about the creep. I yeah, love it was thirty five bucks a month, and and you got six logins. Okay. And at the time, it was six simultaneous streams. Oh wow. Oh, so so tell me how bad it's gotten. So I I went from that. Um, so what I did was I took my thirty five bucks and I called up uh, a few family members and I said, "Hey, why don't we all just chip in? We each get a login. Boom! Now we're all paying eight bucks a month for YouTube TV. How's that work? They were all on board. Yes. So been doing that since it came out. Then they go, Ah, we're gonna take you up to like forty five dollars a month mm-hmm. and you only have three simultaneous streams. Ooh. 
because I'm sure oh. everybody was doing what I was doing. So I kicked a few uh, late payment people off. I evicted them. And, um, <laughs> and then I backed down to three. So I've got three of us. But even then, so that's 15 bucks each a month. Um, now I want to say it's up to $64 a month. Yeah. Still, I'm at 20 some dollars each, right? So that that is still, uh, and six, it's six logins, but three streams. So it's fine. We haven't run into any issues there. Um, and the only reason I have YouTube TV is because I am a sports fanatic. So I like yeah. NBA and the NFL. And I don't want to pay 300 and some dollars a year for each service. So if I wanted right. to get NFL direct, you know, an NFL, the NFL channel. And then if I wanted to get the NBA channel, I'm like $500 a year, I think sometimes uh, uh, if all that stuff pans out, whereas, yeah. you know, so I do have that. Um, then I have the, the Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, everybody has I that. share with somebody. Yeah. So I don't pay for yeah. the Netflix, but yeah, I Netflix, pay for, please don't turn me off. I share it with a few people, you know, thanks. Thanks mom. I pay for the, the Hulu plus Disney plus. So we swap we share, so they pay for the Netflix. I pay for the Hulu, and then uh, on the Apple side, we've got the uh, Apple Family, whatever their yeah. new thing is. Well, they make that easy. They make it easy, yeah. yeah. And that's that's great. So we share Apple Music. We share Apple the TV, which is, yeah, there's not a whole lot on their their TV stuff, but um, but the music's a, a good deal because I've got yeah two almost teenagers, and I've got uh, my wife and I we music, so it's nice. So there's six of us between my. Uh, the family and their friend, so we share that. So it's it's helped the cost leverage the cost out, but still you add all that up, and you remember when you would get that deal for like uh, you know Charter Cable or Cox Cable, and it was ah forty nine ninety nine for the month, and then after like or for a year, and then after a year it went up to like one hundred and twenty nine mm-hmm. bucks. Um, but on top of that, it, you know nine out of ten channels you didn't even watch. Right. Oh yeah, it was a lot of junk, a lot of Hallmark. Like eight Hallmark channels. Like, yeah, come on. Oh, just, yeah, of course. Just stop. See, I, I can get that now in Plex. Like, Plex right. just gives me that for yeah. free. You, you don't even have to be, like, you just sign up for free on Plex. Yeah. They'll give you that. Yeah, right. And it's like, yeah, and, I, I'll never do cable again. I can yeah. get that for free. And, and the other thing with the YouTube TV, I will say, is nice. I have unlimited DVR. Mm-hmm. I have an app on every device. You could just go back and watch stuff that you missed. And they might insert a they might insert a commercial in there, so they do they do put the commercials in. If you didn't DVR it, oh, they're you, double dipping. You, well, if you DVR'd it, you can fast forward the <laughs> yeah, commercials. You can skip over. Oh, okay. If okay. you're watching something that they have on DVR, like just back catalog, you can't skip the commercials. So, but I'm fine with that. Like, I don't mind an ad here and there. Right. And and so my sling is a lot like that. Right. It's it's yeah. basically regular TV, and it has a DVR. Um, Probably the selection is a lot more limited than what you have. I had Sling, and, and then I went to YouTube TV because they were missing the sports. Sling stuff. had like the it blue does. and the orange, yep. and I it, I couldn't get everything I needed. Right, I needed the uh, the maroon. You need you know I you needed can like get a, both. A blend. <laughs> and then when you get both, you pay the same amount that you're paying for YouTube, basically. YouTube TV, yeah, yeah. probably. So so the real question is with Sling, is there a Linux app? Well, no. There's oh come on you now. can watch it in your browser though <laughs> okay, oh there's no right, YouTube TV good. Linux oh so app then either. there it's, is a Linux all, app right you just do it in Firefox yeah it's all well Firefox. it's all Chrome there, so Sling <laughs> is all yeah, Chrome yeah. based and you kind of got to <laughs> okay. you got to futz with the uh, you know the browser user agent thing a, a uh, little bit ooh, but okay um, so there, there's some finagling you got to do oh so is, is is Firefox still a thing people still use I don't know I do yeah 
<laughs> See, now, th- this is a big reason but, why I like Plex, because I don't have to care at all what platform I'm on. Right. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, I do like Plex. I've got Plex, I've got a Plex server at the house, and that's where I keep all my old, uh, anything that was VHS, DVD, or any any digital copy thing that I've bought and downloaded. It all goes to Plex server, and we have access to that. But I have found more and more everything that's on my Plex server is either sitting in Netflix, yeah. Hulu, or Amazon, because we have yep. that too. So, you know, I the thing is, it's it's all there. So, like, are we using IPTV? Is this for maybe for somebody who is like, I'm not paying for any services. This is enough for me. Because there was a lot of content yeah. in there. It wasn't, there's even like, I, I count like eight or nine, like legit news channels, you know, yeah. like, like, uh, I don't know, whatever, you know, everybody's got their flavor, but whatever, like they, they have all those major news networks and, uh, you know, you're not going to get, you know, whatever TV show you watch, but. There's a lot of free stuff in there. America's Funniest Home Videos had like a channel in there. There was oh, there you know was a what's funny of... about that? I was looking through Plex today to get ready, and yeah, those those are the channels that yeah. I have on Plex. In so Plex. actually, yeah. I already have access to that. So, you already have it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a no from me because yeah, I think Plex actually just gives that to me and I already yeah right. I do it in any desktop, not just at least for now Arch and Mint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, our media consumption seems to have changed uh, quite a bit and and pretty quick. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. how long ago was it? How long? How, when? Well, when did you guys? Uh, I, I, it's funny because we used to call it cutting the cord. Yeah. But I still got cords running all over mm. my house. <laughs> cutting the cable cord. Yeah. yeah, I know. You know, that didn't even work for me either because I have cable internet. I, 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 yeah, I'm on co- I'm on broadband over coax. So I still have. I didn't cut anything. It only goes to my yeah. modem now, but that's, you know. Right. They're, it, they're just giving me less signals for less money. Right. That's yeah, it. sure. I've been doing it for a while, like a long time time i'll say probably close to 10 years okay yeah I'd say I, I, w- I would say once netflix really started taking off then yeah that that was the moment where i was like yep cool i can i can yep. do without this and save myself 50 bucks 60 bucks a month well and now that are most not most a lot of internet speeds have drastically gone oh, right because yeah, um, i will say um we used to struggle even we had cut the cord but we were I was on a, a six meg DSL yeah. for years. Okay, yeah, that'll hurt. And uh, and that's all they had out here. Um, so you know, you're watching two, two people are not watching Netflix in the nope. house. You know, you're watching the um, same. Netflix movie. does pretty good on compression, but still, um, it was a, a struggle sometimes. So, and there's still a lot of people in this country. I mean, this is a, like in that's just true. the U.S. and then a lot of countries around the world where there's a there's a big swath in the middle of. People with direct TV and satellite internet that the, yeah. with an 800 millisecond uh, ping. Yeah. <laughs> but the time. cool thing about IPTV is that your latency doesn't really matter. It doesn't. So, I mean, as long as you've got yourself a decently sized pipe, yeah. you'll, uh, you'll, you'll be able to make out with, uh, with hypnotics. So, I don't know. If, if IPTV is on your thing, then, um, yeah, hypnotics is going to be a pretty easy way to do it. Cool. Housekeeping. 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 I thought I thought we decided we weren't doing that. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping. The Linux community has some fantastic members, and we want to make sure to highlight that. In our podcast showcase for this episode, we have Destination Linux. Join Ryan, Noah, Michael, and now Jill every week as they discuss the latest Linux topics. That podcast just got way happier. 
mm-hmm. real fast. You can't have enough Jill in enough podcasts. I think she's my favorite. Love Jill. Yep. And we all love to give uh, Michael a little hard time and uh, no one's there to answer your questions. And uh, and get passionately passionate about passionate things and be passionate <laughs> about them. <laughs> and Ryan's there to answer your hardware questions. So It's a lot of passion fruit. A lot of passion. It's a great show. Yeah, they do a good job. A lot of, a lot of hard work goes into that show and they've been doing it a long time now. So um, check them out. All right. Feel free to send your emails to contact at linuxuserspace.show, and we can have a discussion about them on this show. If you like what you hear on this show, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash linuxuserspace. Please follow us on Twitter at linuxuserspace to get all the highlights and announcements for this show and for things that impact your user space. We also have our big growing telegram group and please join us over there at linuxuserspace.show slash telegram and uh, we can carry on a conversation and hopefully talk about some of the things here in the show and eggnog oh yeah lots of eggnog and lots of things we talk about a lot of stuff conversations in there have been a lot of fun lately yeah they have lastly don't forget to rate this podcast on itunes or your favorite podcast application and like comment, and subscribe on YouTube. You can always get more information at our website, linuxuserspace.show. This is App Focus, where we focus on the app. What is Cody? Cody is a full-featured media center. It does all the things. We were talking about um, hypnotics earlier. Yeah, it'll do that. It'll do the IPTV thing. We were talking about Plex. Yeah, it'll play your videos and it'll play your music and it'll even play your games, which is odd. But yeah, there's, there's, there are video game plugins for it. Oh, that's um, cool. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I yeah. knew that. That's a new thing. Yeah. Cool. We were talking about Pluto TV and all this other yep. stuff. So think about what a smart TV does. That's Cody. And then some. You've got the right idea if that's, if that's what you're thinking. So why would you want it? Well, if you're thinking back to our security conversation a little while ago, um, you may have heard stories of the Samsung TVs phoning home and telling Samsung what you watch and how long you do it for. And when it's paired up with a, I don't know if they pair them up with the Chromecast or the Amazon Fire Stick, but then they share that information with Google and Amazon and everybody else too. Well, the other thing about that too, Leo, is they get outdated and then the app on the TV stops working, you know, yeah. you end up seeking something outboard anyway. Exactly. So then you have to go out and buy a Roku or a whatever, yeah. right? And that ties in software is so terrible and so clunky and so slow, it must take hours for it to phone home because <sighs> it is... Just, it, it's like it's like the M1 Mac, or it's like Big Sur, right? Where it's like, oh. uh, let me check on these applications and get them. Mm, it is the maybe. worst. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll start them up. No, no. Yeah. Now. No, no wait, wait. Now. Okay, now. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, I, I really do feel like a lot of that uh, happens a lot of time, because I've got some of those smart things in the TV, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it'll just, it'll just. Meh, I don't feel like it right now. I'm just not gonna not gonna do that. So one way around that is Cody. Go grab yourself a Raspberry Pi, a Pi two or better. 
and you're going to have a fantastic Kodi experience. There's a plug-in for just about everything that you want to watch, even some Yo-Ho-Ho stuff, if that's, you know, your flavor. And it'll just do everything. I've got a Pi 2 that just has a um, SSHFS share. It's, it's shared over SSH to my Plex library. So if for some reason Plex decide to, decides to just, you know, belly up on me, it's fine. I still have my Kodi box that's connected to the same library that has the same stuff that I can still watch and listen to and do all of that kind of stuff with. So it's an escape hatch for me, and it's a way for me to um, feel a little bit better about my smart things. So yeah, it's it's got a lot of it's got a lot of uh, good feature set to it. So I stopped using it um, for shame. Well. So actually, I want to say my first experience was it was because I could, if I'm not mistaken, the first the Amazon Fire TVs you could hack them and throw. Yeah, the early ones you and could. So that's what I was, do- I was doing. IPTV streams, yeah. right? Yep. yep. So I was doing that with that, and the thing I with Cody to me is, and maybe it's changed. It's been a while. It always felt messy and and discombobulated, like going in to add. Uh, streams or or the you know it wasn't the most fluid clean process and then oh I had to like I had to Google for like okay if I want to add this how do I add this and how do I add this and then there's and some of them don't work and some so that was my experience then it may be a lot better now and maybe the interface it just felt a little clunky and I'm someone who like I can usually figure stuff out and I don't mind trudging through but it was just like, uh, but again, we're talking year, a few years now. Um, so that's why I stopped using it. Plus, Plex was kind of cleaner, a cleaner interface, mm-hmm. and it just kind of did the thing. Plex really took all of the use of Cody away uh, right. for me. Sh- short of adding, again, if it's something you're into, <laughs> there's a lot of content you can pull from a lot of quote-unquote places yeah. to Cody. <laughs> That perhaps in other re- venues you would exchange money for that content. This content perhaps doesn't require you to exchange funds. I, I don't. For I don't it. understand, Joe. What do you mean? Yeah. So that's the other thing. Um, is if you're into that, maybe Cody's a little more into. I'm not saying that's the only reason to use Cody. Yeah. I'm just saying there is that avenue of it. Yeah. The the built-in facilities for. I mean, if you just got a big old drive full of videos or music or something like that. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I never got the vibe that Cody was just bad at organization or like it, it's, it always seemed accessible to me. So I guess unless you're trying to make Cody do more than just read the data that you already have, then yeah, yeah, doing the plugin thing and finding them and that's what it was. I was always looking for like, well, even like the free, the IPTV stuff, like you know, right. that you could add those. It just felt a little cumbersome to to get yeah. them and and add them and and all that. So um, yeah, the the local storage stuff that that was fine. Um, yeah, but that that was the that was the issue for me. But well, ah. Cody's probably far more organized than I am, so I'll. Chalk it up to that. Hey, but it'll it'll download album art it and, will. and yep. movie Looks good. covers and stuff yeah. for you. So, yeah, that's really cool. It it also runs on my my Batisera HP stream. <laughs> so yeah, when I'm when I'm tired of playing games, I can just flip over to Cody and watch something or something if I need to. Nice.
Coming up on the next episode, we close out our month long on Arco Linux. Um, so I've been trying out the awesome window manager, really enjoying awesome. That's, that's a fun window manager. Would you consider it to be awesome? Yeah, I think so, actually. And yeah, it's just, it's been great. I love, you know, the, the status bar at the top. And if, if I get really stuck, I've, I've figured out the shortcut key to get to the shortcuts and you can, you can always right click because awesome has a right click menu. So I can, I can cheat my way out if I have to. If you all at home could see the grin on Dan's face when he said awesome and how pleased he is. Yeah. Yeah. There's an excitement there. Look out, LXQT. Oh, 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 buddy. Papa's got a brand new bag. Maybe a number two. Maybe I'll swap the uh, the window manager out in, in, <laughs> in Lubuntu for awesome, because I do know one of our other developers that does that, so maybe. And I've been on a QT kick. Ever since we started Deepin, I really enjoyed Deepin and how I, QT just runs better on the laptop that I use most of the time. Uh, so after Deep In, we did KDE Neon, and I'm like, oh, it still feels so nice. And then we talked about Arco. And I did not know this until I was looking through the massive list of desktop environments that you can choose with Arco, because you could just have anything, because it's Arch, right? UK UI. We had kicked around doing Ubuntu Chillin' maybe one day, I don't know. But this is a way for me to kind of cheese it and kind of run an end around and get UKUI anyway. So yeah, I've been I've been UKUIing it up. And it's it's nice. I, I like it a lot. Well I'm um I'm an idiot. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a glutton for, for punishment and pain. So I, I uh so their their feature set uh, or, or featured desktops for uh, Arco are uh, XFCE, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. that's your number one, Joe. We praise it so often. And uh, and then I three are were there were there they're kind of two. So I thought, okay, I've got uh, three machines. I'll run this on. So I did uh, do an XFCE one, which is just a joy that I can't express. Mm-mm-mm. I think you just uh, I three on the other, <laughs> and then I I let the community pick the third. I thought, okay, I listed out, uh, I listed them all out. I, I couldn't list them all out because the, the, the poll wasn't long yeah. enough. So I pulled out the ones we've done recently, like Deepin. I pulled out KDE. I, I pulled out some of those. And uh, they chose uh, Mate uh, for me, So um, which I was I was thankful because I was- It's a solid choice. Yeah. I was nervous. I, I thought, man, this could go really bad. They're going to pick- I, I was really trying to rile everybody up and get you on Xmonad. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to be like BusyBox or Xmonad. I, I just actually suggested just, Herbs Luft. <laughs> Herbs Luft. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah, like, see? oh. So I, I think I, I dodged a big bullet with Mate. But- um, Well, you still got an uphill battle with i3, though. So we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to enjoy hearing about yeah, this. Yeah. I want to hear about yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, Arco, man. So uh, it's been an interesting ride so far. So so good, we'll, man. We'll hit that Learn next week. A lot that way. Learn a lot. So many videos. So many videos. It's I- impressive. You you could probably queue it up in Cody. Oh, I bet you could. And <laughs> you know, with seventeen <laughs> over seventeen hundred of them, it'll take you a while to get through them. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, everybody uh, that's been following along and and testing out some Arco, they can chime in in our Telegram group and let us know how it's going. If, especially if you try Xmonad, let me know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get your Xmos. Yeah. Get your X home. 
Get it, Dan. Get it, Dan! Yeah! Thank you, everybody, for listening and for your support. Please follow along as we continue to test Arco Linux. Where can we find you, fine folks? You can find me at JoJo underscore Fett. You can find me at Leo Chavez. And you can find me at KC2BEZ. Join us in two weeks when we return to the Linux user space. Hashtag Dash Hound. We could talk about the pangolin. What's that? What do you mean? Ah. That, that little kangaroo armadillo thing? Pangolin, man. Pangolin. It's uh, System 76. Not, not, a, not a dash hound. Ah. AMD only Linux laptop. It's a pangolin. 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 Endeavor. Maybe it's Endeavor. Does Endeavor still do that? Antergos. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Do that. Antergos. Antergos. I cannot do that. Sorry. Antergos. All right, I'll be the uh, resident R roller. Yes. Man, so I'm on Deepin and, and just looking at Telegram, and this is the one that just drives me nuts. It's that old X X cursor in it, with with the finger that's like this, it pointing at stuff. I hate that one. <laughs> that's I like hate a, yeah, that one. I do hate that one too. All right, Joe, you're up. You're gonna snap everything for us. Snap. Hey, make all sure the you get the Mac OS cursor theme. I do kind of like it, so mm-hmm. that, that would make it easy on me. I'll work on that. Thanks. Nice pointy, sharp pointy one. I'm telling you, that's why I hate breeze. Kate, yes, I can. Oh, I can. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like poking something with a stick. Like I need a knife, you know. Got to be precise. It's about the precision, Joe. Come on. Oh, I want to be positive. It's a really good show with a lot of really good people, and they say a lot of really good things about really good stuff. Well, I I remember days of like finding a tar and just kind of pretending it was a deb. You know, and just trying to like double click it to install, and right? Like, it's all kind of not stuff happening and not understanding. And it's what you get, Windows guy. I heard AMD's coming out with their arm. <gasps> do not excite me like that, Dan. Do not it's do coming. this to me, and then take this away from me. Is this for real? It's coming. They. It's a rumor. Oh my god, I I need this in my life. Oh, I'm so excited. I get to love AMD a whole new way now. <laughs> oh please. I need this. I need this to happen. Might might be a little rocky at the beginning, but this is how 2021 becomes better than 2020. AMD ARM chip coming 2021. Drivers that actually make it work fall 2022.